Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let it ride by the Southern River Band, bringing us in once again. We are the Four Drive Podcast, driven by Shelter. All our socials are Four Drive Podcast on Instagram, uh, on YouTube. We are Backchat under the Backchat Studios, running. That's where you'll find us. Yep, mate. We're we're on a budget again today. Still on a budget. Another budget episode. But what does that we, mean? The lights are going to go off soon, or <laughs> they may do. I'm not sure what sort of <laughs> what sort of operation they're running down here. But we better be careful. We won't take up too much of the time either. We're um, not sure what the electricity bills are doing, but. We're going on a budget. This time, we're talking about modifying on a budget. So, in a previous episode, we've spoken about the the whole camping and traveling, camping, touring, touring sort of side. Yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. This one is more of the stuff that is going on the exterior of your car, making yeah. it a more of a full drive monster. That's it. And like, what do you need? What don't you need? Yep. And we- I guess what to expect from cheap mods compared to the good stuff. Yep. Yep. And we've spoken about it a bit as well as we've gone through, but. I think we're just gonna we're gonna knuckle down on again the, the same theme around you, you're trying to save some money or you're a little bit strapped for cash but you still spend the money in the right place spend the money in the right place you love your four wheel drive and that's um, it this is what you need to spend it on so um, we've probably touched on it a lot but the basic modifications that you do so we've spoken about you can do anything with a stock vehicle you, you can do pretty much anything with a stock vehicle you don't need a lot of money to get into the game but the things that are going to make it easier for you. Good tyres. Yep. Uh, a bit more ground clearance if you need it. Look, there are some tracks. There are probably quite a few tracks in Australia where it's, it is recommended. You'll see on like the HEMA maps, it'll tell you, hey, for this track, high clearance recommended, low range recommended, um, spare parts, all that kind of stuff. If you see that, you, you're going to need a lift kit. You're going to need some good tyres. You're going to need a reliable vehicle. You're going to need all the stuff that really matters, but there's a lot of stuff that doesn't really matter. Yep. So they're, they're the essentials that you're talking about. Mm. The stuff that it, I think, what do we speak about? Um, you can't, don't go easy on food, water, fuel, obviously you're going to need. Yeah, there's you some can't of those get away essentials from that. With the, with the touring side of it. Yep. You, off air, when we spoke about we're, we're modifying on a budget, you said you cannot go on a budget with tyres. No, you, you shouldn't go on a budget. Well, there is... One way you can go on a budget with tyres and that's where you've got to sacrifice your desires and your ego about your car to have the bigger tyre on it. Yep. So, for example, you can get like a cheap Chinese sort of made tyre 
and you can get it quite big. So you could buy like a 35-inch cheap Chinese mud terrain, but that tire, I wouldn't trust. You know, it's, it's like there are some brands that aren't well-known and when you put tires on your vehicle and you're going remote traveling, I would not trust those tires. If you're a weekend warrior and you just head out and it's a project car or something, sure, that's where you would go for a cheaper tire if you can't afford it. But you're better off going with a reputable brand and a brand that, that, you, that the person itself trusts. Yep. So everyone trusts a different brand. Some people trust multiple brands and that gives them more uh, leeway to, to have options. But the bigger the tire you put on your vehicle... And the further out you go, the more difficult it is going to be to replace that tire, especially yep. when it comes to that size. And I guess there's a the thing. You can buy the cheaper, bigger tire or you can buy the quality tire that's a smaller size but it suits your vehicle better, Yep. which will also save you fuel in the long run because you're not having to rotate the big tire. Yep. So the, if, if we break this down to the, the essentials that, we, that you want to... If you want to label them essential, I want yeah. to talk about them. So the tires we've covered there. Can you say you buy, say you've got a, a stock Hilux, the the actual wheel, the rim that comes with the car. Oh yeah. Can you put say a a Maxi's Razor on on a, on a stock rim? On a yeah. stock rim. Yeah, you you can. You definitely can. Um, the only thing is, if the bigger the rim, so the more modern the vehicle, yeah, generally the, speaking, the bigger the rim. Yeah. And if you buy like, say, the SR5 compared to an SR, well, the SR is actually going to be more convenient for you to change wheels and tires on because there's a smaller rim. Is whereas a 16? Or I think it's a 16 yeah. or maybe a 17. Yeah. But the SR5, um, when I had mine, it had 18-inch wheels. Yeah. I got rid of those straight away because yeah. you got less of a sidewall. And the less of a sidewall you have, the less you can lower the tires. Yeah. And in some cases, when they're 19-inch or above or 20-inch, We've had on tag-along tours with um, mainly uh, Discoveries or 19-inch inch wheels. If they lower the tires more than 30 PSI and they hit a rock, they pinch the bead. Yeah, okay. And some tires, you know, are better than others when it comes to that. So you really need like a, a, a strong mud tire to have any chance of surviving with a 19-inch wheel. Yep, righto. So you can... So when you're thinking of budget potentially see what works with the current wheel or rim that you're running because yeah. that's going to save you a lot because yep. a decent tire is, is anywhere around, especially a four-wheel You just went shopping the other day for yeah. tires and there's a, there's $500 a, pop. You know, it's, there's a price tag on them. It, the, the, it's expensive. Uh, and some some tire shops get better prices on different brands as well. Yep. Yeah, um, shop around. Yeah, definitely shop around. But uh, to throw a curveball at the whole thing, you have your Hilux with the 18-inch wheels Someone else who has an SR or a normal SR will want those rims, right? So you put those on Gumtree, you sell those brand new rims and use that money to buy tires with those too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So that's um, so good tires you're probably going to need. There is a way to do it budget. Just think about where you're putting the money. If you don't need the wheels and the rims, just the the rubber, maybe that's your way. Obviously, you spoke about your other options earlier. What's another essential mod? that you want to cover because I want to cover it in detail. So you name the mod and I'll ask the questions. Yeah, okay. So another mod I would say would be like uh, a secondary diesel filter if, if you're going to travel, right. like if you're traveling far, it doesn't even matter if a remote sort of um, roadhouse on a nullable could even be a potential, uh, you know, contaminants of fuel, yep. you know. So 
anywhere on the highway, anywhere out in the outback, I will always have all my vehicles a secondary diesel filter. Yep. And where are you where are you purchasing those from? Uh, well, I purchased them from my mate. Uh, I've got a mate who's been my mechanic for 10 years as well. Yep. So I trust trust the stuff that he has and he only uses the best stuff. Yep. Um, so he has a fuel manager kit and with that, it's a good filter. It's It's got like, um, it's a pre-filter. So it's, I think what we use, we use a five micron filter. So pre-filters the fuel before it gets to the factory filter. And once it gets to the factory filter, we believe the Toyota factory filter in a 70 series is a two micron, but we're not actually sure. They don't release that information, but word has it it's two microns. Um, and then that will then filter it and then go to the engine and then, you know, power the engine. So the whole point is the first filter will, will catch any water or any contaminants before it gets to the main factory filter. Because if it goes straight to the factory filter, you're going to have to replace that a lot sooner. And also there's potential for it to go straight through anyway, if there's a lot of water in it. So you have a water separator bowl as a secondary that all should eliminate all your problems before it gets to the to the main filter right. and in worst case scenarios like we've had you'll get a warning on your dash from the main filter and you go oh shit what's going on pull over you have a look and then underneath this uh, secondary fuel filter it has like a clear bowl you get a little torch down there and the water is heavier than diesel so that will sit in the bottom and then you've got a little cock valve so you can drain it but if that's the case if you've got water in the system you need to start changing filters and you need to start draining some diesel yep and what's one of those setting you back not that much really for the insurance that you get yeah uh, it's only going to set you back i think it's around 400 500 bucks for, okay. the, whole, for the whole kit and yep. you, could, you could diy install it um i would say another mod that i believe is essential if you are going to travel um remote yep is a snorkel okay or a raised air intake not necessarily for river crossings just to keep the dust away because the higher the air intake is, the less chance of dust coming in. Yep. Because your, your vehicle stirs up a lot of dust. And each vehicle is different to others. Like, for example, your Ford Ranger, when they put a bull bar in your vehicle, they would have cut the splash guard. Once they cut the splash guard, there's a sure way for dust and also water to go straight in. Yep. Um, so, uh, in, a, in a lot of cases with the Ranger, if the, um, you know, the full drive accessories store knows what they're talking about, they will recommend straight away if you go on that bull bar you're going to need a snorkel yep yep so some mods this this is taking a different turn to where i thought you would have gone with it but i like the fact that you haven't i'm going to give you space for one more mod uh but you haven't you've you've gone away from just the the standard bull bar and yeah all these different mods that you know because high lift or whatever they are these are these are generally things that people can think about that, that, like you say, are a bit of insurance for the running costs of your vehicle, I suppose. That's where it sort of comes down to. Definitely, definitely. Um, which yeah. they might, might be, but a diesel filter worth 500 bucks, people are going to be, it's not budget, Ronnie, but the yeah. money that it's going to save you in the long run, exactly, is, and it could be second to none. Yeah, I mean, your vehicle might be insured, but you also got to check with your insurance. Do they actually cover fuel contaminants? Because some insurance companies don't. It's, yep. in, the fine, it's in the fine print. So ask that question. Um, but the thing is, if we start adding bull bars and stuff, I do think bull bars are essential to some travel, but I'm trying to keep it general. So generally speaking, there's your vehicle. Once you start adding bull bars, you're going to have to start looking at suspension. Yep. So the more weight you put on your vehicle, the more it's going to misbehave, yeah. the more you need to spend on it. Yep. 
Yeah. So give us one more then along those lines. I'm, I'm liking where this Ooh. is going. Okay, one more. It's above my head a little bit of this stuff too, so just keep a check on me, Jaden, in case I'm not asking <laughs> enough. I would I would say like a like a storage solution. Yep. For your vehicle. Love it. So we're now putting weight to the rear rather than the front. Yep. Even though we haven't added much weight, to be honest. We haven't added any weight really. Um snorkel weighs nothing, the, the diesel mod weighs nothing. So we're still keeping the vehicle light. You you've still got your tires that are close to factory size. Now we're gonna add some storage and I would Look, if you're going to go far, I would say consider a fridge. Yep. Because you can't find ice out in the middle of the outback, you know, unless it's a frosty morning. But you're not going to find enough ice for your esky, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so in that case, you could go expensive fridges or, or expensive slash quality or you could go like your cheaper versions. Yep. The difference in those fridges... The more you spend on a fridge, theoretically speaking, the more reliable it's going to be. Sometimes they're just more flashy. They've got USB ports and all that. That's not going to add reliability yep. to, to the fridge. It's just going to add an extra feature to try and sell people, right? With a fridge, don't worry about all that rubbish. Just get a fridge that's, that is a, you know, a reputable brand and you know is bulletproof. You, if you have a budget and you need to get a fridge and you go a cheaper one, expect that to draw more power. And also expect less features and options with it when it comes to freezing and, and stuff. Some fridges that uh, I've used before in the past in a camper trailer, we had one, I'm not going to mention a brand because I don't want to rubbish brands, but this particular fridge, uh, everything towards the element was freezing. Everything else was not cold enough. So every single day we had to cycle the baskets, really? two baskets in there. And I was like, wow, this is a very known brand and yeah, this okay. is shit you tell know me off air. i'll tell you off yeah. air you want to avoid that brand um, it's shit <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Up, you want to find out more about that actually <laughs> um one thing i want to touch on quickly is long range fuel tank so we're talking budget and the way that you've probably guided this where we're talking about being away for longer periods of time more remote travel um which is great so long range fuel tank if you've got that, I can fill up closer to the city. I'm, it's costing me less to to bring on more fuel. Yes. Um, also, you've got to think about, you know, out in the outback, you might be paying three bucks a litre. Um, that's right. Towards like, three bucks a litre out yeah. there. You find a place that's 220. Or crossing the Nullarbor yeah, even. You, you, know? you, you stock up where you can. Yeah. Um, where do they sit? Because then obviously you're adding weight then comes in the conversation again yeah. of suspension and all this. So what what is what is a long where does a long range fuel tank sit with you? I think like a long range fuel tank, if you're doing a lot of travelling and you're not worried about animal strikes and all that and you don't have like you're travelling during midday hours and stuff like that, um, you can probably get away with, without having a bull bar. Just just be wary, be alert. Uh, because really a bull bar is life insurance and vehicle insurance and basically travel insurance. So, if you don't have that um, and you have a fuel tank, it's not going to add too much weight to your vehicle because the fuel you add, add in there is going to obviously be burnt and you don't always have to fill it up. So, if you're around town, you don't need to fill your tank up all the time. But if you're traveling across the Nullarbor, you could save a lot of money, but you need to justify by traveling a lot because if you're only doing that one or two trips a year and there are fuel stops along the way, it will still work out cheaper in the long run to just fill up along the way or to carry an extra jerry or two. If you have a ute with a tray back, you can throw as many jerrys in yep. there as you want. 
But a long-range fuel tank, I mean, once you have it, if you're going to keep the vehicle for a long period of time, that's where I would spend the money because you're investing into the vehicle. Yep. If you're only going to have it for five years or if it's a company car and you want to do mods to it, which I know some people that do, which I think is crazy, um, you know, it's, it's, that, that's not, in my book, it's not the place where you would spend a lot of money on that vehicle. Okay. You've really got to justify it. If you have the car for like five or 10 years, that's when you can, you know, get away with a bit more. Yep. Yeah. Because again, you don't get your money back when you sell the car. No, not at all. Um, so the, the long, the longer stuff that we've spoken about, longer trips, we, we got four and that was kind of, that was off the cuff a little bit too, that, which is, which is yeah, great. Yeah. I love where you took that. Yeah. So now for the weekend warriors, uh, obviously tires fit in with them too, but I'm thinking you, you don't need to think as much about a diesel filter, a snorkel or a fridge. If you're in it for the weekend and you want to go and stay out in the hills and, and test yeah. your, test your vehicle a little bit, what are three other mods on top of the tires? Because I think that's important for them too. Yeah, definitely. What are three yeah. mods for them? If you're actually getting into more of your, more your like your, your fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. But you, you, we're on a budget still remember. We're on a budget. Yeah. In that case, bring the high lift jack and um, you have a recovery means. Yep. Uh, of s- static recovery, that is. Like you can use it as a winch like we spoke about before. It just takes a long time. Yep. Uh, have your recovery gear because you're out there to play in the mud and stuff like that. But more essentially, recovery points. Um, spend the money on the front ones. Spend the money on the rear ones. Yep. You don't want to use a tow ball. You also do not want to use your bull bar because if you hook it up in the wrong area, if you, you're know, not engineer-minded you're going to rip the bull bar off. Yep. It's pretty easy to do. Yep. And just go on YouTube and you'll see it. There's people ripping bumpers off and bull bars and there's, you know, people yep. getting flung around as well. <laughs> Some yeah, crazy stuff out stuff. there. Yeah, yeah, right. you, oh, yeah, you just spend like, find out what, what you're going to use the vehicle for and then focus the budget on the weak points on the vehicle or what you actually need. Yep. Yeah. And How I long are you going to have it for? The, the weekend warrior, <laughs> I, you want a light you, you want a lot. You don't yeah. want anything too heavy and stuff you don't like want that, the big so. canopy and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we're yeah. It's you've taken things to other levels than what I, I thought okay. we might have gone to. So it's good. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, there, now I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Jaden in on this because he's Jaden and I can. If for people that don't know, Jaden and I can can communicate without yep. actually talking to each other because we're on like a live. Oh, so like, what's going on here? If I forget something, Jaden can quickly like, <laughs> you forgot this, you dickhead. Um, talk to Ronnie about this, but he's just dropped in here. Budget brands, if you'd like to name any. <laughs> and um, Would you like to name any, Jaden? <laughs> you didn't think this was going to come back to get him? I did not expect that to come back, <laughs> come back to me. I was just... <laughs> but there, there are... We're there talking are, budgets, right? We're talking yeah, we're budget talking budget. Brands, budget mods. And um, it's not... Budget brands don't mean they're poor brands no. either. That's 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 probably... No, no, I, no. I probably made it sound like you've, you've that's what it. you're thinking. But you're not. You, you've, you've thrown me under the bus. Mate, I have. Under Ronnie's trophy. <laughs> under the budget he's, bus. He's driven me over. Um, um, no, I was just thinking, right? Like you've got... We're looking at budget stuff. Um, there's obviously a market in the four-wheel drive industry for low-quality... Well, not low quality, but cheaper, cheaper stuff that yeah, certainly maybe is. won't last as long as the more yeah. expensive stuff that, you, that you're really paying for. Like, I'm, I'm just going to throw out Kings there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying that King stuff is bad. I've had a King Kings awning myself and they're great for what they are. But yeah, you know, is, that, is that kind of something that you're, um, you're yeah. throwing on your car as like an essential Look, uh, budget item for, yeah. like, say, an awning? Yeah. Say, say an awning. Is that something that's... Okay, that's so... Say if you did get an awning for your four-wheel drive, 
if the wind blows that awning over and it comes from a particular low budget company, don't expect to be able to put it back together while you're out there. If you have like, I'm just going to speak for an ARB one because my mate Torbs has ARB awnings and numerous times they've blown over. And we're like, oh shit, that's like a $600 awning you just busted there. We'll pull it back over. Yeah, there's a little bend there, but it still works. You know, so there's your difference. Um, the having said that, if you're at a really windy place like one out of Bill Bunya Dunes, we did a tag along, three top dollar awnings all got completely ruined by 60 kilometer per hour gusts overnight. So everything has a limitation, but the, the less you spend on, on certain things, the less limitation it has. So, yeah. 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 Well, the more, li- yeah, limitation. I, yeah. I think like that's, and I, I, bit of a funny at the start there. The, these budget brands though, they're, like you say, there is definitely a place for them in the four-wheel drive there is, market there is. and industry. And and I think when, I, when I'm thinking about my personal um, situation, a, a King's swag, a King's awning, and for me that I've spoken about before, the King's compressor, um, King's chairs, like they're all stuff that, we've spoken about in in the other episodes as well that you need that have lasted plenty of time for me king's chairs it finally failed after mm. five years of slamming it around and but it's also the most discovered thing out in the bush like if we see stuff that discarded it's generally the cheap stuff yeah that's a good point yeah. and a lot of time yep. that that brand comes up and it's it's a bit frustrating to see that as to that you know if people go and buy stuff that's cheap and might break, they also got to be prepared to take it out with them. Yep. So that's yep. that's the thing. And, you know, it's it's like a mass production of, of, of cheap stuff. It does have its place in the industry, but unfortunately, it also causes some problems. Yep. That's a, it's but a, that's with everything, right? Yeah. And I, one thing that triggered my memory to a situation that I found myself in was the the correct way to use the items that you buy or the mods that you have. So, for instance, front runner, I've got a front runner roof rack on um, the cab of my Ranger. Really good, reputable yep. brand, um, quality stuff. And I have a bushwhacker awning on the side of it. And it was my, it was user's discretion. I, I didn't um, fit the right mounts to the roof rack. Yeah, okay. The bushwhacker <laughs> weight has then sort of bent the side rail of, of the front runner. Um, Okay. Side rail, and it's actually cracked it as well. Yeah. And it was it was all my fault. So, the the good stuff can still be, I suppose, put in a stressful situation or break, or if it's not used yeah. in the correct if way. It's not which, used in the correct way. If you are going budget, and say we've we've mentioned Kings already, if you are buying a Kings awning, yeah. just putting the right brackets in, the right nuts and bolts Could on the right difference. awning, it can make a big difference if it's used in the right manner. Yeah. So I think you, you can get away with things, I think, there. If you just make sure that it's secured properly, Yeah, yeah. you're not putting it out in 60K wins. Yeah, you, yeah. You've got to tough that out just next to the car yeah. and, and stuff like that. So I think there's a way around that if you're wanting to, to stick to that budget. There's definitely a way around it. Uh, also, with, with budgets, if you're on a budget and you buy, like, say, for instance, a roof rack from, from, uh, from the, the, the King's Mob, it's going to be a lot heavier as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to add to, to your vehicle you know, to, yep. to its weight. Whereas you buy like a reputable, you know, high quality brand. It's got light, lightweight stuff. Um, it's lighter. You know, you might get wind noise with this one. This one here, you might have more accessories with. But to yep. get those accessories, you then got to pay more and more. Yep. But one other thing, when it comes to spare parts, this is where I believe that people 
should buy, um, stick to and spend the money on like the factory, like the, you know, say for instance, like a Toyota or Ford, their factory items, unless they're like RCVs, you know, chrome ollie, um, like CV axles, you know, uh, they, they are stronger and they will last longer on say your vehicle. However, if you buy like, um, like uh, the aftermarket version of a CV, you know, your front axle, you will snap those a lot easier than your factory one. And then you've got like, the premium, which is like the RCVs. If you can even get them for a Ford Ranger, I'm not sure you can. But a lot of people in the Hilux community and the Ranger community, they will buy the cheaper CVs. And the only time to buy cheaper CVs, if you're about to sell your car and you busted your CV. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Because if you're, if you're hard wheeling and you're breaking your CVs on, on your weekend warrior, you buy a cheaper version, it's going to break a lot sooner. Yep. yep. So, yeah. so you, like being on a budget sometimes will cost you more than buying what you should have bought in the first place. Yeah. I think that's the, the thing that's ringing true here a little bit is... And buy we, once, cry once? Yeah. Well, that's what we, we've all been in it, haven't yeah. we? Like yeah, yeah. You, you do, you buy, you maybe go a little bit on the budget side and you end up replacing them two or three times. And, and I think yeah. that's... We're, I know we're talking about being on a budget and I hope we're not scaring people away that you can't actually do it. But You can do it on a budget. You yeah. definitely can. But I think... There's certain things you can. The way you save yourself money is you sort of... You, you pay for the quality and you don't have to pay again. Yeah. That's probably what I'm picking up a little bit as we go through this. Yeah. Understand um, the limitations of what you buy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like there's plenty of stuff you can get away with, but not out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And, and stick to the necessities. You, yeah. Sorry, mate, no, okay, so, no, 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 no. Um, I was just going to say, Anaconda have some insane sales that you can usually get some, some good cheap products over there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Just yeah, throw one def- brand name out there and we're not sponsored by them or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. yeah. Like Shopping you, the sales, you, yeah. getting, getting some good stuff like... You get excited walking in Anaconda. Yeah. That's you get very excited walking in Anaconda. To be honest, if you walk in Anaconda, you, you can get uh, from both spectrums. You can get the budget to like the premium stuff as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it Delani? Is that the brand of the sleeping bags? Yeah. yeah. They got a good. Yeah, Delani, they got a good yeah. range. They're good. Yeah, yeah. So I went in there once and three hundred and ninety dollars sleeping bag I got for ninety bucks. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. But. That sleeping bag went missing when I was um, swapping trailers around. I was trying testing some trailers over in Geelong, and and uh, my pallet of gear left in Sydney never arrived there. So I was like, "No, my ninety dollar, three hundred ninety dollar sleeping bag. No, another budget idea. <laughs> Don't lose stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, allowing your budget, duct tape, cable ties, yes, and some wire. Yep. If you can't fix it with that, then you need your jerry can and a lighter. Glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Glad you mentioned that. Um, all right, so let's let's be open and honest here. What's what have you spent the most money on? The most money. You don't on? tell us a figure, but what what's the most like? What are the biggest ticket items? I've got a couple. Oh, I'll let you go first. All right. Well, mine. You can go probably jump in as well, Jay. But mine. So my big ticket items. Uh, they are big ticket items, but they're items that I've changed because I didn't do it. What I said before, I didn't do it right the first way. Yeah. So suspension and my canopy setup are the two things that I've changed multiple times. And that's cost me a lot more than what I would have needed to pay. Had have I just gone and done the right thing the first time? Yeah. I think those are the two most common things, to be honest, yep. that people get wrong. It's the, it is the suspension. It's the easiest thing to get wrong. 
a lot of time you're relying on on the experts to, yep. to give you the right advice but sometimes uh we can't give them the right advice because we're changing the vehicle setup later yes yeah is it because you added the canopy to the suspension afterwards the suspension couldn't hold the canopy or or was it just the suspension wasn't yeah i think i think the the different weights and also the um yeah definitely the different weights but also the age the age i think ended up being part of the reason why I needed okay. to um yeah I had the frowning leaf springs rather than the smiling leaf springs and it just <laughs> and even with the lighter you know they just weren't yeah um yeah I needed so I, I I went quality still in the first place but I didn't go to the quality that I could have or I should have yeah um, or maybe you just just didn't have the right setup and at that time yeah mm. I, yeah and obviously we we chop and change through so the yeah this is uh, yeah. Get your get your yeah. car sorted before you fit your suspension. I reckon to yeah with your setup. Anyway, and that they, they were my and and because of that, I've spent I've yeah. I've spent more than I wanted to. I think I think suspension is something that I have tinkered with for ages, and I finally got it right in the end. But um, so speaking of budget, actually, so with my seventy nine, the um, the whole engineering and all that's gone into the suspension there. It's like a twenty thousand dollars suspension because it's got the track correction, it's got a chrome oly axles, it's it's pretty bulletproof. But that's a that's a lot, right? I couldn't afford to do that to the troopy. So what I've done is I've gone for the the budget, which is still five thousand dollars or five and a half thing it costs because I did get a brake booster as well. So safety first. Yep. Brakes, heavy car, brakes gotta be in there. Um seventy series. Seventy series, brakes. yep. <laughs> And this, so the suspension I put on that, it's giving me the, it's giving me the same result. However, it's not going to last as long because yep. I've got mono tube shocks. So that's another thing. You got remote res shocks. They have the canister off to the side with a hose that goes back, and then that will help cool this shock down. Yep. The remote res, which means if you're on corrugations for a long period of time, you're not going to get shock fade, and that shock's going to last you longer. The ride's going to be way better. If you have a mono tube shock. If you are doing hundreds and hundreds of k's of corrugations, you should really pull over and let it cool down. You really got to get your tire pressure right. You got to get the correct speed right, so you're not putting too much vibration through the vehicle. And it's a very hard thing to finesse. Um, so the safest option is to every 50, every 100 k's, pull over, let the car sit for a bit. Um, you know, light a light a fire on on the track if it's a remote track, and have a have a bloody billy yeah. or have a. Well, shelters for camp really, isn't it? So, um, you know, there's there's options there as well. So if you buy, say if you set up your vehicle and you spend a lot of money on suspension, you buy the monotube, it's not going to last long if you're, if you're out there on a corrugation. So that's where you would spend more on that. Yep. And in my case, I've had to go to budget because I'm running out of cash. Yeah. Because I've put so much into the troopy that I know that I'm going to have to spend again later. Yep. Yep. So you've, but you've, I suppose fitted the suspension still that will get the job done for the yep. weight you're carrying and the setup that you've got and the yep. type of driving that you're going to be doing. Yeah, it'll get the job done for the next six months. That's it. That's six months. Yeah, because I'll be hitting a lot of corrugation. Yeah. Uh, in right. fact, in a couple of days' time, I'll be hitting up the backs of the cliffs, and and that itself is is going to half life my suspension. Far out. What about you, Jaden? Yeah. You got any that come to mind? Well, what like in terms of. Like well, spending, what, what have you spent? Much. Yeah, what have you sort of spent the most money on? Yeah, with your um, rig? tires is probably probably one. I think yep. I went too too big for the the current suspension that I've got on it, um, and that's just 
you know, it's it's not worth it. And that that's just my stupidity. And um, doing that, but tires incurring are more fuel usage yeah, too, and then you're yeah. spending more yeah. on fuel and stuff, and then yep. all that. Um, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about like essentials and stuff, like I don't know whether I would go for a rooftop tent again. To be honest, it's a good call. Like, yeah, I got I'm rid of that. Getting yeah. completely fine with the swag. A rooftop tent adds, I think it's about eighty-five kilos. Yeah, and wind drag. You've got wind drag as well. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't know whether I would do that again as opposed to a roof rack. I think those are probably the two things. Yep. Where do you carry your swag? If you Say if you had no rooftop, where would you carry your swag? Because you've got a 76er. Yeah. Would it so be on the roof? It would be on the roof. But okay. at least I can take the swag off. That's um, true. In, like rooftop tent, I'm driving around All the time. daily. With yeah. That, you know? That's uh, that was, swag, that was... I can take it off and put it away. And yeah. like even if like I could put it in the back as well. If I put the seats down yeah. and I don't have a lot of stuff, I can put it in the back. Well, I found at camp, the f- having a rooftop tent was great, but every time you want to get in the car and go and explore somewhere, yeah. you have to close everything up. And I actually had to remove all the bedding and stuff from mine, the pillows, so nothing could stay up there. So everything had to come back into the car. You can't just leave that on the ground at camp. You'd See, I don't have that. I can leave all my stuff You can leave, there. Yeah, yeah, so that's so a win. I can just pack down. Yeah, like, that's, which is quite yeah. easy with yeah. a lot of the rooftop tents. Oh, you're talking about a soft, soft roof. No, nah, I had a, a hard. Uh, okay. Yeah, but still, but yeah, same thing yeah. with the soft. Like I had to, I couldn't even shut it with the sleeping bag in there. Oh, like I had to, I had to get yeah. everything out. So tolerances were. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, which was just annoying when you wanted when you're coming back to the same campsite. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else got their swag yeah, on the ground got, already, you and just got base camp there yeah. set up, ready to go when you get back. So even with the swag, you can do, you can just leave that around and peg yeah. it down, and it's not going to go. And anywhere. you have to level your vehicle. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's something yeah. I've learned as well. But you know, but sometimes you know you have a few too many uh, cans at night, and you, you go to bed the wrong way anyway. You yeah. sleep in hill, <laughs> downhill. True. It's not good <laughs> if you sleep head downhill after a big night at camp. That is no. true. <laughs> this is the four wheel drive podcast driven by Shelter. Righto, Ronnie. Quick fire time. Quick fire. Quick fire. This is. It's not around the fire pit. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said quick fire. It's, <laughs> rapid it's, fire. It, it's not around the fire pit. We've still got that to come. It's yep. quick fire, rapid fire. Um, what I feel like I'm being stitched up it. here. No, nah, it's not a stitch up. No, no. Nah, nah. okay. Jade and I are just doing our thing here. Oh, yeah, chat. yeah, yeah. Um, sure. All right. You've got... I'll set the scene. You've got $5,000. Ooh, thanks. We're going to do it in two... We're going to break it up into two categories. We've got a ute and we've got a wagon. I like where this is going. 5K, you're doing... So, the trip, like, remote, Kimberley, Pilbara, the, something remote. There's going to be corrugations. There's going to be red dirt. There's oh, going to okay. be Five grand. sand. There's going to be... Oh, whack me, Mike, in my teeth then. Oof. There's going to be... There's going to be some challenges. Okay. And you've got to include tyres in your budget. I've got to include tyres in my budget. tyres in your budget. I'm going to start with a ute. Okay. 5,000 bucks. 5,000 so bucks. Be careful because someone will all right. Google all this and okay. make sure that you've kept this under 5,000 right, You're going to have to keep the keep the cap here, right? Because uh, I'm going to go with tyres, obviously. Yes. Surprise, surprise. A good set of tyres that are the factory size because that's not going to cost too much. Yep. Uh, is this a new car? Um, no, it's done. It's... It's my range. It's 150,000 k's in. Okay. Um, it's got a few. It's got a few on the clock. It's. Right. But it, it's it's like where is stock vehicle. At Does it have alloy rims? Oh, geez, he's testing us, Ned. Um, 
Yes. Okay. It's got aloe rims. I'm going to sell those aloe rims and that should cover... Oh, gee whiz. That should, that should more than cover the rims, but more importantly, I'm going to get a six tire. So, I've got two spares now. Right. And that, I'm going to add this tire to it as well. So, you've sold those and you've got the budget out to... Well, okay. I believe that budget would cover the new rims. We were not prepared And, for and the joke. extra tire, <laughs> right? But I would, but the other five tires that I need to replace will come out of the budget, obviously. Okay. And you should be able to get those for around 250, 300, sticking to the same size. Right. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Just keep an eye on the math here for me, please. Oh, I would then go on to Gumtree and I would try and find a secondhand bull bar because right. we're going up that way. Yep. Um, and then. Oh, Give us I'll, a rough indication of price there, just so we're. I should be able to get five hundred bucks. Yep. I would then go for a secondhand fridge. Yep. Hopefully around. I've sold a few, so I reckon about four hundred, five hundred bucks. Okay. If I'm talking tough here, uh, I would run that off the main battery, so I wouldn't get a second battery. Ooh. I would get a jump starter pack though, just in case. And I would, because I'm assuming I'm going by myself here, being put in the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> I would get a diesel filter. Because it is a Ranger, so it's a yep. diesel. And because I put a bull bar on, I forgot. Now I've got to have to add the snorkel. And I'll buy some extra paper filters for the airbox. I would also um, get some extra f- fuel filters. And the rest of the money, I would blow on some shelters. <laughs> All right. That's, um, I think that's going to be carved. That is, yeah, that... I was surprised where you went with that again. You've surprised me a lot here. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to sell. It's like put my swag in the back. Sorted. Yeah. I don't have to buy the swag. He's probably made it there, I reckon. Do you think? Um, I'm I'm going to have to do some some research on yeah. this afterwards. But I, 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 I feel look, like if you grand, haven't, that's, that's that's pretty good. I really want a suspension, yeah. but there's there's no way that's going to be in the budget. And I kept the weight down because. I only, I, I only got one battery in this vehicle. So there's like 30, 16 to 30 kilos not in there. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think that's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, pretty pretty happy with that. Yeah. I'm happy with that if you're happy with that. I'm happy with that. But how, how much would you want? Oh. How much extra would you want for suspension? Like if you were going to add suspension on, oh. what, how much? We're talking budget. So you, you, you shouldn't buy a suspension secondhand. So you just have to yeah. get like a budget kit. But if I could afford it, I'll go remote res if I'm going to keep the car. But there's no way I would be able to afford for that with, with what's left in the budget cap. So to be honest, if I was going to buy anything else, I would buy a fixed solar panel or I'll buy a solar blanket oh, just yeah. so I can keep that fridge yep. going as well. Yep. Yeah. It's a good call. That's probably what I'd do. Is there anything different for the wagon then? Because you didn't really go towards a canopy or anything. So is the wagon fairly similar? Uh, well, the wagon's going to be dust-free and it's going to be more luxury. Because in the U, there was not enough, nothing left for, you know, probably a tarp over the back. But it's dust still going to get through the tailgate, yeah, yeah, yeah. as you would know as well. Yep, absolutely. Uh, with a wagon, um, I'll probably do the same thing, but I'll add some DIY drawers. And I'll, there will be budget for uh, some comms as well. So, I'll get a fixed mounted radio, whereas in the Ranger, I'd just have a handheld. Okay. Why would that be? Why would you be? Because there wouldn't be enough money for, for right, the radio. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Hand, handhelds are much cheaper. Does a roof rack make it for a wagon because of storage? Uh, no, I'll have enough storage in the back. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's not enough budget for the roof rack. Yeah. I'd have to sacrifice something else. Right. Five grand is not much. 
Second hand, however, you might find you might pick up a bargain. On the diesel filter as well that you spoke about, the Ranger. That's full price. Full. So the one that your mechanic has yeah. at, a, at that 400, 500 dollars. Are there cheaper options of that diesel? Like, they probably will be cheaper. You can make up your own hose kit and stuff. Yeah, right. Um, the reason why that one is is up to about four hundred bucks, and I'm probably totally incorrect with the price here, it's because it has the custom bracket, and on that bracket it also has some diff breathers. So right. it's got it's got a lot of stuff, you know, uh, to work with it, yep. and it's in a good spot. It's got the correct amount of hose. It's got all the clamps, everything you need. Yep, righto. Whereas you can make your own kit, and it will definitely bring the price down for sure. But you have to then have the skills and knowledge to bend up things, and you yep. know. All right, if you're brave enough to question him, then hit us up. I'm not actually I'm there was, not brave enough. Ooh. There was one more thing I'd like to add because clearly I'll be driving in the dark. <laughs> I need some lights. <laughs> that's, that's so I'll be out the window quite, with yeah, my head torch. Right <laughs> <laughs> He's out the window with his phone, phone light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that won't get you far. Um, you might see the end of the bonnet. <laughs> DIY drawers I like. It. Paper filters would never have thought of that. Um, handheld to the ute. Fixed comms on the wagon. It's all pretty much there to have a good time. Yeah. Are you Now that you've thought about lights, are you taking anything away? from that to to include lights if i don't have lights i would have to stick to um i'd have to make sure that on a bull bar that i bought second hand it has some fog lights or something uh or i'd have to you know go on a real budget and just get some just get like a ebay led light bar just to get me by to find camp in the dark not good enough for the highway because you end up with the uh, i'll call it the ball of death so the ball of death is unfortunate to the um the the roadkill that you hit the animals that you hit because you have this ball of light in front of you your vision only really goes to the ball of light because everything beyond it is even harder to see now because you have this aurora in front of you you can see to that point but the light's not far enough so all of a sudden you can see 200 meters but all of a sudden there's there's an animal in your vision and within that space and time there's not enough time to stop you're going to hit it is that just an issue with like the cheaper style of yeah yeah look cheap lights do have have their place in the bush they're great because you're not going that fast yeah right um but on the highway you really need like you can get some cheaper spotlights but then you need to have spotlights but yeah. then you you got tunnel vision which you have anyway at night but if you have tunnel vision and the ball of death in front of you then it's you're not going to be able to see yeah, very okay. far yeah yeah you might just something have to good. arrive at camp during daylight hours running drive drive something yeah just drive during the daylight pull over something at night yeah <laughs> this is the Four Drive Podcast driven by Shelter. That time again. Get warm, the crackle's on. Uh, around the fire pit, Jaden. Around the fire pit. We're no back. need to um, probably no need to explain this anymore. It's just so, questions from the viewers and the listeners. I'm, I'm hoping that the next episode the budget gets lifted so we don't have to wear beanies because it's so cold in here. Yeah, actually yeah. get a fire pit oh, well, in here or something. Hopefully the fire will yeah. be. You know, yeah, I know. It's, it's, I'll be waiting for this because, you know. I can't wait till we actually do a trip and we can get around. Yeah, that's it. The fire. won't it's, be long now, boys. It won't be long. It won't be long now. It won't be long. There's just some things in the way at the moment. But yeah. once those things are done, we'll be away. We'll be doing this around a fire. The four-wheel drive podcast awesome. live from the outback. There's, yeah, the whole thing will be around a fire pit. It'll be around a fire pit. Yeah. Um. Well, we've got we've got a few questions on today, boys. Beautiful. Um, our first one is very fitting for around the fire pit. This one's in from Scott Thompson. 
boys. Had a lot of fire. I know, Scotty Thompson. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Might be your mate. Um, boys, I've heard different stories over the years on when to crack the first beer on, arri- on arrival. So do you set up first or as your pluggers touch the dirt? Uh, and there any good stories to go along with it? I have a t-shirt at home by Cowboy Tuned. It says tins before tents. <laughs> and it's got a guy That's good. Like, twisted up in a tent. Well, we wanted to get some uh, four-drive podcast merch going. Yeah. Some, uh... <laughs> I'd also like to ask um, Scott what, what would be on his shirt if he was to um, answer this question. Because if it's a Scott I know, then I reckon it might be even before he, he leaves the car. <laughs> <laughs> Zero alcohol ones, though, yeah, of course. Of course Unless it's in a passenger which seat. Which shelter have, so there's yeah. no worries there. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably, I reckon I'm just get set up and like, I don't know. To be honest, I, I tend to like, you just get the camp and it's like, been driving all day and it's just been a heck of a day. Just, just crack that tin in and have a bit of a chat and then yeah. I'll think about where I'm going to set up. That's, yeah, that's right generally on. what happens without even thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, I reckon I race into getting set up and then, yeah, yeah, that's why I go. About so you'd be the person I'll be sitting in the chair having the. You'd be watching me set up and think, yeah. well, why am I not doing that? <laughs> 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 I need to do that, and often I don't set up my my um, swag when I'm swagging. I don't set it up until ten, eleven at night, and be like, oh shit, everyone's going to bed. I've got to set up my swag. Oh, no, nah, that's not for me. <laughs> nah, that's not for me. Nah, that's rogue. That's <laughs> very rogue. Um, what about you, Jaden? Tins before tins or tins before tins? Definitely tins before tins, I think. Okay. Um, if I'm by myself, tins before tins. But if I'm in a convoy with people, then it's it usually goes tins before tins. It, I don't know. It's, it's kind of... If, if there's people out with a beer, I'm out with a beer as well. Yeah. But if, if I if I have my way, then I'd rather get the tin up. First. I'd rather set up, get a fire going, sit down, crack a beer, feed up, yeah, or Makes a soft sense. drink, whatever you're drinking. Yep, you know that's true. Good point. Just I should, yeah, I should tend to light the fire first before anything. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Yeah, right. Yeah, you just brought up the fire, so <laughs> there. Yeah, put put the fire sounds up a little bit. Um, yeah. All right, this one we've got a few more technical ones coming in now. Ooh, uh, this one running. from Sam J B R L. Hey guys, I have a stock 2023 SR5 Hilux, and I'm not sure what tires, lifts, and suspension to put on it. Uh, I'm adding a 150 kilo canopy, and we'll have 200 kilos worth of tools in it, as well as potentially an extra 100 to 200 kilos of materials on the roof. Any advice? Uh, I won't be doing hardcore stuff, just beach and soft sand, and Ooh. probably just a lot of city driving with. It looks like he's a tradie. Yeah, if if he's a tradie, I would stick to tires that are close to the factory size because then you know you're not gonna you're gonna be it's gonna allow you to drive more easily in the sand in boggy situations. You don't have more like rotation resistance, so I would spend the money on on the good brand tire that you trust, and with the suspension lift because you're driving around city. I'll, you know, honestly, I'll go all-terrain because you're going to spend most of your time driving around a city, be quieter, it'll last longer, uh, they'll feel better on the road, less rolling resistance, and suspension lift, I'd say just a two-inch standard lift. With all that weight, you might need to think about a GVM, especially if you've got a bull bar and a couple other things because all you really mentioned is the canopy, the tools, and what's on the back. Not really what's on the front. There might be a 
Yeah, I'm not sure about what's on the front, but I think he's, from the sounds of it, he's got like one of those roof mm. rack, the tradie roof racks. Yeah. Yeah. If you are going to add a lot of weight to the front as well, then you need like a proper GVM suspension. If you're not, you could probably get away with just uh, a normal suspension that's just to make the vehicle sit better and then put some airbags in the back maybe. Oh, yeah. Because then you can, you, you can adjust it. How much weight do you say he's got, roughly? Uh, add it all up, probably around 550 kilos at yeah. max. All oh, right. And 450. Um, yeah. It's a, max. it's a lot of weight. Yeah. But it, it doesn't take long to add a much, that much weight, you know. And when you're a tradie as well, like all your heavy tools, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot. Hope, um, hopefully that helps. Yeah. Yeah, hope so. Hope we've, hope we've answered that. Um, good for you, mate. Uh, this one's from Andrew Franklin. Hi guys, I've ordered an Ineos Grenadier with a factory fitted red winch, but Ooh. the problem is that it only has a 15 meter rope. Can I use another winch rope as an extension? Uh, that way I can run it through a, sa- a snatch block if required. Wow, and the Ineos comes with the winch? I should know because... It's a, it's a, I'm not sure if it comes with the winch, but it's a factory fitted. Yeah, so it so must, yeah, he must yeah, have bought it an, and then it, it's coming be an option he's yeah, added to yeah. it. 15 meters. Like that car is so well engineered, and I'm pretty impressed by that vehicle. It's you know, Ineos is that chemical company. The owner has designed this vehicle based on the Defender because Land Rover. Ron is excited by <laughs> Yeah, I am vehicle. actually. Have you seen them? Uh, I have seen them. Yeah, they're, they they're are like impressive. A, like a tank yeah. in, on the inside, yep. like a tank slash aircraft on the inside. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I did have a look around at the um, one of the four wheel drive shows. Pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, I'm pretty impressed by the whole engineering of that. And this, this guy's like, well, Land Rover didn't bring out the new Defender. Well, they, they rubbished the new Defender. They, they basically turned into another Discovery. Um, and so they've, 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 <laughs> they've taken these plans and then they've used them and morphed into this awesome vehicle that's just, you know, like a BMW, either petrol or diesel motor. It's a, it's a wicked vehicle. Yeah. I love to actually test drive one. I've been a passenger in one when it was here in WA. Um, I'm surprised about the winch only have 15 meters. You can use um, another winch rope as an extension. Uh, in fact, Max Tracks do sell winch extension ropes. They're 10 meters per length. And with a winch ring, you could use it through that and you can extend it however far you want. Yeah. What's standard for the other? 25, 27, yeah, okay. some 30. Yeah, right. So they've gone yeah. significantly shorter. Yeah, they have. Yeah. I, I believe my 79 has a 35 meter rope on it. Uh, the troopy out there, it's probably got like a 30 meter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. If uh, I, well, Andrew, was it? Andrew Franklin. Yeah. If yeah. he wants to hang out with Ronnie, then just <laughs> he just has to let him go for a drive. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, you've got a you've got a friend, mate, for life. <laughs> uh, if you let him drive it. Uh, what right. color is it? <laughs> I wish he'd included that information. When he said red but, winch, I was picking yeah. his red one, you know? Red winch. Oh. Yeah, honestly. It I won't be red, though. red as well. It is? Yeah, as, no, as far as I know. I don't think it could get red as ones. we are concerned, Andrew has a red, red. Ineos Grenadier. Wow, custom painted then, I think. Cool name. Yeah, until proven otherwise, Andrew. So send us in your photos, mate. Uh, last one from Ethan9895. Best advice for picking lines to drive. Best advice for picking lines to drive. It all depends on your skill level more than the vehicle capability. If you have a good skill level and understanding of your vehicle, you would know exactly which line to take 
However, to get to that point, you can get people to spot you. And then that way you have, you're in the comfort of your seat with the trust of the person spotting you. Hopefully you trust them or else it's not going to work. And that's where you can build up your skill on how to tackle certain obstacles. So to pick the best line, generally speaking, if you, if you know that your, your wheels will fit in the rut and you're not going to bottom out, the rut is the safest way because you're not going to slide around, especially when it's muddy and slippery and wet. Um, the scariest thing to do is to straddle a rut and you slip. I've done it many times. Um, you'll look like the king of off-road if you make it uh, or you'll look like a total dickhead if you don't make it. And I've been in both situations, more of the dickhead side really. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just straddle everything you can. Put your tyres over what you can see because then in, in your mind you'll be able to read where, you're, uh, where you are going and where you've been and then memorise or you will learn quickly where the back wheel is. So with a longer wheelbase, you have less tolerance to turning because the back wheel is not going to follow the same way. If you have a shorter wheelbase, well, you got more you know, ability to turn around if you need the wheels to follow the exact same point. Um, it might sound a bit complicated, but yeah. From a novice, my advice would be in a safer environment or a track where it's, you know, somewhere where you can have a couple of cracks at it anyway, put it that way, where you have a go at one line, you know nothing too extreme is going to happen. Mm. Um, make it, you don't make it. Come back down, try another line. I think there's like there's merit in doing that as well, which I've done yeah. a few times myself. Just to Then you get a gauge where, where your car's at, your own ability, yep. um, how... Uh, how scared you might I, like I was talking about you get shakes in the driver's seat sometimes when you're doing some stuff that oh, you're yeah. not quite sure about the adrenaline um, the adrenaline gets going so yeah Plus just find, find your automatic. <laughs> yeah well I just let my left leg shake as, as hard as it wants it doesn't have to touch it <laughs> sorry mate uh, no it's alright that's fair <laughs> to, that's fair like you know there are, there are tracks that, that you know I've been on before and it's been to the point where it's like you're on that much of an angle. There's been occasions like this. This is a while ago where I was like, I was like this. The feet are off the pedal, and I'm like, like this, holding onto the steering wheel, and I'm going, <laughs> and then I come back down, and it's like, whoa, and then just keep accelerating yeah. out of it. Yeah, uh, get a gauge. Get a gauge for where you're at, where your car's at. Have a yeah. crack when it's not too hairy. Yeah. Actually, the power line track is a really good place to go to learn the limitations yeah. of your vehicle if you are reasonable and you respect the track and you don't. Yeah fuck up too bad um there's that section at flynn drive where you come in and it's got these massive humps um if you drive through that you're not going to tip over you drive through that you will learn a limitation of your vehicle pretty quick yep. that's it's quite fun there yep i like it there's um yeah, there's plenty of chicken tracks around there too you just yeah you can stay on the flats really if you need but but i mean generally speaking if you're not sure don't do it yep. um even the other night i had a situation um, I was I pictured stoving in the side of my troopy on this section of a track and I was like I'm not doing this because I don't have to there's a track around it so I'm going that way and then I watched my mates do it afterwards and I was like yeah I could have done it easily but when you have that thought just don't do it yep you know like it that's around the fire pit done Jaden beautiful that pretty much ties us up for everything I've, I've enjoyed where you've this this beanie is doing some wonderful things to your head because the way that, the, the path that you've taken on this uh, the red beanie on the red beanie it's it's a thinking cap um but yeah you've taken this on a on an interesting um journey on this episode yeah so. i was surprised we ended up too um 
It wasn't. I, I do have some parting words though. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so from the red beanie, the parting words are: <laughs> you can always add to your vehicle when it comes to money, but you can't subtract. So once you've spent the money, you're not getting it back. If you spend a little bit of money to see where you're going, you can always spend that little bit more later. I like it. Ties in nicely with uh, modifying on a budget, mate. That's it from us. Uh, the Southern River Band will see us out. Socials of 4 Drive Podcast on Instagram and all our episodes over on Backchat YouTube. Thank you, guys. Cheers, guys. <laughs>